This is Bruce Boudreaux, head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, and it's time for Clay's Canucks commentary live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey, Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks commentary live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, and this is my Canucks take on one take. It's indeed Clay's Canucks commentary for Sunday, October the 2nd. If you're new, here's what you should do. Hit the subscribe button now for daily Canucks insight that's positive, timely, and trustworthy. Moderators, already in advance, thank you. You know what you got to do. We had a good chat today, some of us. Just make sure that you are repping and repping well, and I thank you in advance for your good work. Sponsors, uh, well, actually, uh, sponsors I'll get to halfway through the show, but I want to thank uh, members as well, legends, Hall of Fame members, and franchise members. We had a wonderful Zoom chat legend and Hall of Fame members. That's one of the perks you get as a Hall of Fame and up. So we had a wonderful chat earlier today. And of course, to all of you, no matter where you're watching from, whether you're in my beautiful neighborhood of Seafston in Richmond, in the city, in the lower mainland, in the province, in the country, on the continent, or around the world, thank you for being here. You know that I do not take you for granted. I know that you could be watching, doing anything else right now, but the fact that you're here with me, maybe it's simply to win a pair of tickets to this Friday's game, which I'll get to in a little bit, but maybe that's why you're here and that's fine. But I appreciate you and I love the community that we are building here. So like this video, like the fact that we're together tonight and like the fact that we are indeed gonna be doing a giveaway in about half an hour from now. Actually, that is wrong. That should not say 10.35. I better fix that because you're going to say, well, that's going to be in five minutes. We're actually going to do it at 11.05 tonight. So same as when I did the other uh, giveaway, we will um, kind of stop the podcast first and then we will do all of that. So make sure that uh, you're here for that if you want a chance to win some tickets to the game on, on Friday night. And if you're listening on a podcast platform as opposed to watching right here on YouTube, then I invite you to rate and review that podcast, uh, the podcast as you listen as well. So today, because it's Sunday, we go for twice as long. But again, I will cut off the podcast uh, about 35 minutes in or so. Then we will do the the giveaway and then we will play our three games of Ordo, Gordal and Wordle. So I'm glad that you're all here and I want to make sure, uh, yeah, Carol, I hope that you're okay. You know, we did notice that you weren't on the Zoom chat, so I hope that you're doing okay, but I'm glad that you're here and uh, it makes sense. Um, if you had to miss it for more important stuff, I certainly, certainly understand. And Mills here says, don't forget to like the button. Mills89, pretty smart person. So follow Mills's example and hit the like button for sure. You know the drill. I'll speak for the first half for the first 10 or 15 minutes, and then I will turn it over to you, answer as many of your questions as I can, and then we will do the giveaway in about half an hour from now. So this is where we're at, Canucks fans. We are at, we are following, cheering for a team that has not win, not, not win, that's good English there, Clay, has not won in four preseason games. Now, I think last week, that was right after the two split squad games against Calgary, both a loss here and a loss there. And I said, how concerned were you? And I think it was like close to 90% saying, not concerned, it's so easy. 
Now, since then, we've also lost uh, to Seattle twice. So I put it up on Twitter. I didn't put it up here in the comments here. And I said, basically on Twitter, I said this. How concerned are you that the Canucks are still winless after four preseason games? And over 500 people have voted in the three hours that I've had the had it up. And 42% saying not at all. Not at all concerned that we're 0-2-2 or 0-4 basically. So 42% said not at all. 45% saying a bit concerned. So then 9% said a lot concerned. And 4% said I'm freaking out. So one way you could say if you took the not at all as 42 and everything else as showing a bit of concern, you have 58% concerned, 42% not concerned. Or you can also kind of put the a bit concerned with the not at all and say that 87% of people are not overly concerned right now. Bottom line is only there's 13% that said a lot or I'm freaking out. So I keep saying this, you guys, but it's it's so true. If we're going to sit here and say, yeah, it's it's only preseason. They're still not rolling out a full lineup. They're still working out chemistry. They're still guys auditioning for the team. I get that. And I, I have a lot of time for that argument of, even though the other teams still haven't iced their full lineups either, that um, it is preseason. So I, I get that. I also, though, think it's it's reasonable to hope for at least a win or two so you have a bit of momentum. Now, some people say the preseason has absolutely nothing to do with the regular season. And there have been examples of teams that have got, done very, very poorly in the regular season, uh, preseason and done really well in the regular season. And then there's lesser examples, but there's still examples of teams that have rocked it in the preseason and then not done well when the regular season started. I'm, I think those are two extreme examples. I'm fine if the Canucks come out of, of here, of the preseason with a losing record. But I still think that I'd like to see them win two out of the last three games just so they can feel good about themselves heading into the regular season. And those three games are a game in Montreal, Montreal in Edmonton tomorrow on Monday, a game here hosting Edmonton, technically in Abbotsford. So it's a, not technically, it's in Abbotsford. It's technically a home game. That's what I meant to say. And then the final game of the preseason this Friday, which you are um, able to enter and king rj look at the i look at the screen it says right there that we're doing the giveaway at approximately 11:05 p.m now there are some people that saying well it's kind of been a, a a bit of a rocky two weeks because you had once you got through the summer and you had the jt miller signing there's still a, a few question marks on the ice they've scored only five goals in the four games there hasn't been a lot of chemistry shown, especially on the D pairings. Not so worried about the goaltending, truly. I'm not so worried about the forwards. Uh, but yeah, so they've only scored five goals in four games. Not a lot of chemistry on the blue line. Still the jury is out on Quinn Hughes on the right side. Brock Besser's hurt. Ilya Mikheyev is hurt. Travis Dermott is hurt. So that's not great. That's three of your, your starting guys for sure. And that's those are all the issues on the ice punctuated by the fact that we're 0-4. Then on the off the ice, of course, I'd say there are three really big things looming. One of them is the Francesco Aquilini story, which I don't want to spend too much time getting into. Another one is the Rachel Dory story, again, that I don't want to spend too much time getting into. 
And then there's the Bo Horvat story where in the story is there, he does not have a contract. And I admit, um, I thought, I was hopeful that something would be done. There's still another week of preseason, another week and a half technically. Canucks don't start until the 12th. So there still is some time for sure, for sure. But I did think that um, we'd hear a little bit more. Now, I know that uh, this current management structure is very, very tight when it comes to the um, leaks. And dare I say that that is one theory going around with Rachel Dory. And I talked about this in my Ask Me Anything today is um, there's a one theory is that she may have had looser lips from a standpoint of um, sharing rumors or, or whatever it may be. And that's one reason why she left. I'm only repeating what I've heard. I'm certainly not going to sit here at all and say that that's the absolute truth. But that is one working theory that I've heard out there. So there's all those things to consider. On the ice, five goals in four games, not a lot of chemistry, Besser, McKay, Dermot, Hurt. Off the ice, Aquilini, Dory, no contract for Horvat. So that's already um, six things or six factors that you can that you can kind of point to. Now, maybe every single team across the league is also going through a similar thing. I'm not at all saying that we um, that we are the only team that it goes is going through a tricky patch, and there's PTOs being signed every day or co- PTOs being turned into contracts. There's guys going on waivers. There is minor league players getting cut. So we're going to see a lot of activity, not just with the Canucks but in the entire NHL over the next week. So that will be something to keep an eye on as well. But obviously, as Canucks fans, we are going to be most concerned about. Um, what happens here in Vancouver. A couple mentioned you saying that they're surprised that there are only three cuts so far. Yeah, there's there's three cuts. The Canucks have barely cut anyone, really, when you think about it. I think they had the eight on the one day and then three today. So that you might say, well, Clay, that's only 11 players. But at the same time, at the same time, the Canucks very clearly actually coming out of training camp, they almost immediately split into the top the top half and the bottom half, meaning that the guys that are basically fighting for a, a spot on the big club, and then they put all the rest of the players in in the second half, and that's how they've been practicing. That's and then what they do when they've played their exhibition games is they they've taken players from both kind of both groups with a with leaning towards, of course, the main group. So I expect over the final three games that we're going to see more of OEL and Hughes. Remember, they've only played that one game together. Yeah, I, I think that... Has has Hughes only played one? Yeah, he's only played one of the preseason games, right? Because he didn't play in the split squads, if memory serves me correct. Then they did play when they hosted Seattle on the... on the um, whatever day that was, Thursday. And then they didn't play in Seattle yesterday. So I expect... Hughes and OEL to play tomorrow night for sure. I expect, um, you know, as soon as Travis Dermott's healthy, I'm sure he'll get to play. I think we've only seen Miller. No, Miller's played twice. I think I think all the forwards have played twice now. Miller, like the big ones, Miller, Horvat, Pierce, uh, Pedersen. So we'll start to see those um, those combinations firmed up a bit. I, my guess is in the final three games. Well, you'll probably still see Dickinson, Lazar, and Joshua. You'll probably see less of Dries, Di Giuseppe, and Neil Zaman. However, as I said in my in my chat today, 
in my video, someone did ask me to predict the lines, the starting lines for the season, which is now only two weeks away, or not even 12 days away, 10 days away. That's good math, Clay. 12 minus 2 is 10. So October 12, when the Canucks open in Edmonton, um, we can safely say that Brock Besser isn't going to be in the lineup. But I think Ilya Mikheyev is the wild card. He could be skating as early as tomorrow. And, and then he might be fine by the end of this week because they did say he was week to week. So if I had to, if I had to guess, if Mikheyev was in the lineup, for opening night, I would go Miller, Pearson, Garland, Pedersen, Kuzmenko, Podkolzin, Horvat, Huglander, Mikheyev. And then I'd go Dickinson, Joshua, Lazar. So that is my top 12. I would go OEL and Hughes. I would go Dermot with Myers. And I'd go Rathbone, Shen, and Poolman would be my seventh defenseman. Burroughs would be my eighth. Dang, DeKaiser doesn't make the team. That's what I would do. I just don't think that Poolman has shown enough. I think he had a really, really rough game yesterday. Now, if Mikheyev is hurt, then that basically, brings, I think to me, brings Lazar up to a top nine spot. And then you have Phil DiGiuseppe uh, filling in for him. Phil DiGiuseppe. So I would still go, of course, Miller, Pearson, Garland. I would still go P.D. Kuzmenko, Pakosin. Then I would go with no McKay, but I'd go Horvat, Huglander, Lazar. It's not the strongest line ever. And then I would go Dickinson, Joshua, and um, Phil DiGiuseppe as my 12th forward. So that's really what, to me, if we know that Brock's going to be out and we know that Ilya McKayev is kind of the one that we're going to be watching with really, really, um, with a lot of interest, I think, our starting 12 or 4-4 four four lines really depends on the health of Mikheyev. If he's in, he's in, obviously. What a silly thing to say. If he's not, then I think um, then you got to bring in a 12th forward. And to me, Phil DiGiuseppe has the edge for that spot ahead of Sheldon Dries, ahead of Neil Zaman, ahead of Linus Carlson. Those are some of the other guys that they have been, they've kind of been um, auditioning or at least playing for sure. And Justin Dowling, Harry, good question. Justin Dowling, I believe he's still injured or he's not. Obviously, he hasn't been skating, um, hasn't been playing in any games just yet. We are halfway through. So before I get to your questions, I will ask you one as I do my sponsor read. And don't forget, at the halfway point, I'd like to remind you to subscribe. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure you subscribe so you can leave comments. Make sure you like this video. You're welcome to leave donations or, or uh, gift memberships. Whatever you want to do, I appreciate you guys being here. And my question to you is kind of what I led with. How concerned are you with the Canucks 0-2-2 start? Basically winless in four games with only three more games to go. So we already know that they can't have a winning record. They can be 500 technically, but they can't have a winning record um, purely. So how concerned are you right now with the Canucks slow start? Do you put a lot of stock into the four losses or hardly any of all? Put that in the uh, put that in the chat right now i'd love to know what you think i want to give a shout out to my sponsors first and foremost my lead sponsor van city experts real estate contact jason lim and his team for all of your real estate needs i think jason is in the chat i think i saw him right here also thank you to performer transform personal training and weight loss as you can see on the 
scrolling banner. You can sign up now for a free seven-day trial. Use the, the link performtransform.ca slash Clay, and then uh, Coach Patrick will take care of you for sure. Also to Gassy Jack Art, maker of this fine artwork, to Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor, and to Vessi Footwear as well. Use the code Clay at checkout with Vessi.ca and you can get $15 off every single pair that you purchase. Let's do your questions and comments for the next 15 minutes or so, and then we will wrap up this part. We will do the, we will do the giveaway and, and get going and play some games. Mills, wouldn't Hoglander be the 12th forward if no Besser? Yes, but that's what I'm saying. If there's no Besser, then you, Hoglander gets in the top 12, but he shoots all the way at the top nine. I don't think you play him as a fourth liner. Brian says, whatever, it's preseason. Jason says, puts no stock in anything. Johnny says, we have the will and the power to survive. Sounds like a song lyric. Scott says, the Kraken are a great team. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> I, I, I sense a bit of uh, sarcasm. Though. Jamie, not concerned, but really concerned with our defense. That's fair. Nux fan, it's just preseason. Zhao, quite, this D looks a tire fire without Hughes. So Zhao is quite concerned. Peter, I'm a little concerned, still relying on Demko and Pullman will always be known as the last Jim Benning signing. Yuck. Dominic, I'm purely concerned about the defense. I think our offense is super solid. Love to see them score a bit more. Major Moose, we could see a man opening night if the Canucks want a faster PK in the lineup without Mikheyev. That's true. Jasker, I'm not very concerned. I'm excited to see Myers and Pullman be in the top three in Hart and Norris consideration. Well, keep keep dreaming about that, Jaskerin. Justin, not too worried. If they start the season 0-5, then I'll be worried. Bruce, not worried yet. There are a lot of players that have been haven't been sorry that have been playing that won't be in the lineup that's fair but you can say that about other teams as well harry says i'm not concerned still time for the connects to improve david i'd have to be very concerned if the leafs instead of having six points over four preseason had earned it at the most two the connects should be much better than the rebuilding halves well that's the hope for sure want to give some love to carol thank you clay i hope we can talk at some time we can talk i had an issue with one of my workers she's feeling like committing suicide i hope we can pray privately at some point Ah, uh, Carol, thank you for the donation and thank you for sharing that. Yes, I will find a way to contact you over the next couple of days for sure. I really appreciate you sharing that. Mills, concerned about the effort or lack thereof, consistency issues from last year and the talk from the offseason that has re resulted in nothing so far by the vets. Don't care about the record. So Mills talks about the process as opposed to the results. I think that's a mature way of looking at it. Canucks Game says no cheating. I agree. Fangirl. How many preseason goals do you think Miller gets? Well, he's only got three more games, so maybe one. One. Scott, I bet if they signed Boudreaux to three to five years, they would have won some games. So you think it has to do with uh, more his contract situation. Interesting. Jaskerin saying to Justin, I'd be concerned if they go 0-2. Forget about 0-5. Jacob, I'm a little concerned. I was watching JT and it felt like he was just there because he had to be. Yeah, and I, I know not all veterans are really, really uh, putting it all, all their effort out right, right now. Funk Hughes says, not concerned. King RJ says, I'm in the midst of being concerned and not concerned. So a bit of both. A bit of both. Shannon's preseason, so I'm not too worried. Still building the team and getting the players in the right lines. That's fair. Justin says, a lot of their regulars aren't bringing their full intensity. That's fair too, Bruce. But for players who are looking to make the team, they need to play more physical. And that's always the trick because you got guys that are really, really given it because they want to they wanna make the team and you have others that are just trying to make sure they don't get injured. Harry, thoughts on the Kraken's mascot? I have no thoughts. I'm not a big mascot guy, and he just looked like another goofy-looking animal. 
Derek, how much of the roster construction or lack thereof is management versus ownership? I'd like to think, Derek, that ownership isn't that involved, especially with Rutherford I, I would, and Alvin. I think it's more of them, truly, than, than ownership. Would I do Garland for Marino? No, I think Marino's a tiny bit overrated, so I wouldn't do Garland for Marino. What are your thoughts on the map? Oh, no, I just answered that. Jastrin, Grubauer started off great preseason last season and then finished with 889. Yes, not the best season, but really bad team, though. King RJ, some still, somewhat still concerned since we are depending on our goalie too much and our defense isn't performing the way we want them to. Similar to last year, I agree. I lie. Have we been dressing our regular D in these losses? Yes. It's actually very close to our regular D, except we haven't had the full one with Hughes and Myers. That's uh, sorry, Hughes and OEL. But they did have four of the six regulars last night for sure. Edmund says, ain't too worried preseason. Major Moose, a little concerned with the bad habits from last season. Yeah, I think Boudreaux is concerned about that too. Truman, I don't think the Canucks D is much weaker than my Oilers. Welcome, Truman. Yes, some love to Carol for sure. Brian, hey, David, you should be worried about the Leafs getting on the first round. <laughs> okay, hypothetical Pat. Clay, Rutherford approaches you to lead their new creative branding department. You get to change the logo and color schemes. What would our new jerseys look like? You know, I would try and mix the black, orange, yellow colors with a more uh, modernized logo. I, I can't really tell if I... I love my black skate, my flying skate so much because I love the flying skate or it's because I like the color. So I would, I'd go black, orange, yellow with a, a, a modernized logo. That's what I do. Dominic, without Hughes or defense can, can start a play or get out of our zone. So I really hope we do something. Oh, without Hughes or defense can't start a play. Yes. Yes. Coach Rob's asking Carol about if she notified the police. Good point. Fangirl, do you still think a Horvat extension is happening during the regular season? Before, I sure hope so, Fangirl, but uh, getting more iffy for sure. Johnny, if the Canucks do really bad, it would be great if we can trade Miller at the deadline before the no trade kicks in. Yes, don't forget his no trade movement, no trade doesn't start until next season. Will Horvat be extended? I sure hope so, Harry. Jamie DeFrog, the 2010-2011 team was 3-3. Three and three, And we know, obviously, that game, that team came one game short of winning the Stanley Cup. Great point. Great point. Mills, Clay, does it frighten you if 43-35 are ever out of the lineup? We're still relying heavily. Yeah, it does frighten me. We are so much weaker without those two guys, for sure. I do think DeKaiser will be cut, Edmund. I just don't know when. How impressed are you with Dakota Joshua? I'm very excited with what he'd bring with his physicality. Love him. Met him at the golf tournament. Really enjoy chatting with him. I think he's been great for the Canucks. A little bit quieter yesterday, but overall he's been great. Next time, I'm not sure if we're going to steal anyone off the waiver wire unless a good right shot D-man comes up, but those are tough. Boy makes Gritty look good, but as someone who told me the Kraken selecting Boy as their mascot shows that expansion draft isn't the only thing the Kraken flubbed on. Very good, Justin. I like that. Hey, Simon, I just wanted to ask how they decide for the captain. So like the main captain, um, the coach, and the coach will decide on the captain, the coaches, captain, and the associate captains. Would I do McAvoy and Swayman for Demko and Rathbone? No. No, I wouldn't. I like McAvoy a lot, but uh, I like Demko more. 
Mio's thoughts on Rathbone? I would love to see him make the roster as a third-pairing left-shot guy. Chonger says, people putting too much into preseason will be laughing. Domination incoming. Love that. Love that optimism. Domination. Over under 300 for the number of F-bombs Boudreaux's dropped during the preseason. Uh, under now, but will be over by the time the preseason ends. <laughs> Bailey, I'm concerned that not many of our stars have had a big performance. Do you think that when Brock returns, it could be an X factor? Bailey, I've always been high on Brock. I want him to do well, but uh, slow start. And, and he's been talking like he wants to have a big season. He can still be really, really important part of this team, but we got to see it. Harry, what are your thoughts on the Winnipeg Jets putting up a statue of Dale Howarchuk? I think that's a great idea. Howarchuk was a, a really, really good player and deservedly so. I lie. With talks about Marner on D, do you think that he's better back there or Riley as a forward? Yeah, I've heard about it. I haven't seen... Have they actually experimented with it in an actual game? So um, it's interesting to me, but I'm not sure if that's going to be the smartest move in the long run. Edmund says, is Pullman fully healthy? He wouldn't be out there if he wasn't. Derek Clay, what do you think will happen to the backup position since we haven't seen Spencer Martin play in the preseason? Uh, Martin played one game. I was at that game. I think he'll play in two of the next three. So I still think it's his job. Do you think that Jet Wu will start with the Canucks season opener? No, Brian. I don't think so. Dominic says, I personally think that the Lazar-Joshua-Dickinson line was very good. I'm hoping Dickinson can have a better year. Yeah, me too. Me too. Funky U says, I would use a black base and add all colors from the Flying Skate era, modern era, to symbolize our entire history. Nice. Nice. Jason says, I've seen the Canucks dominate preseason and finish close to last in the regular season. Yeah, that's what I mean. You'd much rather have it go the other way, for sure. The Canucks, that's exactly what we're talking about. I think there hasn't been a lot of chemistry nor intensity. Imagine if we still had McEwen. Lazar, McEwen, Joshua Lyon would go crazy. They'd be tough, but I'm not sure if... Uh, McEwen is as effective as those two. We'll see. Shannon, when the NHL teams are in preseason and some players will not make the team, how do the coaches decide who to send down or to keep? Yeah, they just want to, you have to factor in a salary a little bit, but more importantly, it's simply they'll take their, their best players. And the longer a guy is around through the preseason means the more chance he has of making the team. But but that's no guarantee, obviously. So the coaches get together, Shannon, and they decide who they want on their team, for sure. Harry, if the Canucks get Grubauer, who would we give up? Uh, for a goalie, I'd give up the most a roster player, but not a high one. I, I'm not sold on Grubauer completely, and the Canucks would not get Grubauer because they already have Demko. Top shelf. I'm hoping the Canucks just need time to build chemistry with the new players. We'll see how well they adjust to all the injuries. That is true. Can Vancouver pick up a right-hand D if someone gets cut or play some waivers? Yep, we can. We can. Just a matter of what's the quality of that type of player. If you made a necklace out of Chris Tanev's teeth, which tooth would you choose? None. That's disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd choose the longest tooth, I guess, if he has any of them. Grubauer for DP actually, I would do that, but there's no way Seattle does that. Does Rathbone still make the opening night roster? I sure hope so. 
Carol, do you, I don't think they'll sign Horvat before the season starts. Do you think they'll sign them halfway through? I'm a little concerned. Yeah, I kind of think if they don't sign them halfway, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Because they could say they don't want to negotiate during the season, but that is leaving it a little bit, uh, cutting a little bit close. I I still think, or maybe I hope, that they uh, they, they do sign him before the season starts. Carol doesn't like the way the defense is, and I hope they give the coach a new contract. Yeah, they, I think they're going to wait to see how he does this year. Ja- uh, Sidhu, do you feel the preseason is too long? Earlier on the Steve Dangle Podcast Network, Steve was making an argument with Adam and Jesse about how he feels that preseason at most should be four games. No, I, I don't think it's overly long, truly, because training camp is so short. So I don't think it's too long, especially for guys trying to make the team and guys to get back into game shape. Scott says, how about the flying V and the salmon orange? Mm, I'm not, I wasn't sold on the salmon orange. Dominic Clay, do you think we will trade anyone before a regular season? No, I don't think we'll actually trade. Teams don't usually trade in, in the two weeks before the preseason, before the regular season. They're more looking at waiver pickups. Jason from Van City Experts, do we even win one or two preseason games? They got to win one, if not two. Boudreaux doesn't have a contract similar to Greener last year. Well, he's got a contract for this year. Do you think, like Green, Boudreaux plays for a job and not for the best of the team? No, I don't think he'll do that because he, um, I think Rutherford would would see past that. So I think he's just going to, it can be both. He can play to win and for his job. And for the best of the team, I mean. I, I think that can it can still be both. Did Bowie get cut? Yeah, I've not seen him in any list, so maybe he's gone. No problem, KT. Glad you're here. Andreas, how do you think Rathbone has looked so far? I think he's looked pretty good. Not amazing, but I he's on my opening night roster. Jaskin doesn't want to trade Horvat. Would you rather be Chris Tanev and block a slap shot each day with no gear or be forced to eat the Brandon to do the Mandan Brandon Tanev mugshot face? Well, some would say I'm already doing a mugshot face even when I'm not doing one. So I'll go with the Brandon Tanev mugshot. Will Vertanen get a contract offer from the Oilers? I'm guessing no. Can I see a buyout happening next summer? Would would Dickinson or Puma make sense or do their contracts go on too long? Uh, Dickinson is, is going into year two of three, so he would make sense. Pullman is only going into year two of four, so he would not make sense. Simon says, uh, how did they decide to put them on waivers? Yes, when you put a player on waivers, it goes out to the entire league, and then they all have a chance to claim that player. Eli, thank you that you love the stream. Danny Kaiser, yes or no? No. If yes, how much? No. <laughs> Top shelf. I'll take a winless preseason and 3 0 regular season. Heck, I'll take 82 0. I live in Edmonton. The Canucks will win against the Oilers. I like that, Brian. Madison Bowie went to the Habs. Thank you, Major Moose. And thank you, King RJ. What are your expectations for Hoglander in this season? Uh, I think he's, and what his play so far, he's been very motivated. I would expect him to stick in the top 12 somehow with injuries or earning a spot. And I think 30 points for him. DiPietro is still on the team. He's gotten a little bit of duty with Colin Delia, but the Canucks are really riding Demko, Silovs, and I think Martin for the next little bit. If your salmon is orange, you might want to consider purchasing salmon elsewhere. I should know that. I eat a lot of that salmon. 
Props to Tana for just standing there half the time eating Ovechkin one-timers. Wonder Beagle gets Brian Boyle treatment and gets a shot as a fourth-line center. Yeah, his, his game has really dropped off. We'll see. Jacob, Yashiro Hirano was one of the first cuts, so he'll be in Abbotsford this season. Hi T says, if you don't hear the names of AHL players from last season, they've probably moved on. Great point. Thoughts on Whitecaps winning next week to make the playoffs? Yes, I was at that game last night. It was a lot of fun. They won 2-0. Uh, very fun atmosphere. I Still a lot has to happen. But I think if somehow all those things happen and they do get in, I think they they could actually do something, do some damage for sure. Yes, the Canucks play Edmonton twice in preseason still. And then they open their season against them. Nux fan, what's the Canucks goal song? They still haven't decided. They've been trying a few at the three home games so far. This is probably a good place to wrap up. We're at 100 people. I think people are here excited for the giveaway. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap up the podcast part first. So then again, I don't think it makes for great listening when they're on the podcast watch, uh, listening us do a draw. So let me wrap up the podcast part here. I'll play my outro, but make sure you stick around if you want to win these tickets. So for all of you, thank you for watching. Let's give a shout out firstly to the moderators. Thanks again for your good work. To legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Justin Credible, legendary Andrew Chang, and to Hall of Fame and franchise members. Thank you for all of your support as well. Thank you to my sponsors, Van City Experts Realty, and to Perform and Transform, Personal Training and Weight Loss. And thanks to all of you. Carol, thank you for the donation tonight. Thanks to all of you who liked the video. Uh, you can, you're still welcome to donate. I don't do this for the donations, but you're still welcome to do that. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the video. And thank you for your support, as always. So tomorrow, Canucks After Dark, Parker and me at starting at 10 o'clock. Then I usually start my show on Mondays at just 5 after 11, about 11.05, just so I have a couple minutes of transition time between Canucks After Dark and this show. So thanks, everyone, for being here. Like I said, make sure you stick around after I play the outro so you can then have a chance to win two tickets to this Friday's game. So as always, stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves, and take care of each other. And I got to tell you, earlier today, I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. God bless and go Canucks go. Booyah. Buck buck.